The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I was heading down and uh, on the opposite side to my right there were uh, woods. Three deer come out uh, of a game trail. They came out and walked along the tree line and then behind them a few seconds later here comes a Bigfoot. This Bigfoot came out of the woods to my right. He stopped and looked at me, and then he went on. He had Neanderthal-like features where uh, he resembled what we would picture as a Neanderthal from television and movies. This is the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Todd. What's going on, my friend? Hey, man, did you see that uh, posting on the BFRO about the uh, Bigfoot sighting up there in Lawton, Michigan? Not too far away from us, actually, at all. I did not, but yeah, that is not far at all. Just happened uh, last month. Probably 30, 40 minutes. Not that far. Yeah, not even that. Uh, we need to get a hold of the guy and, and talk to him and see if we can get him on the show and see what he saw. Yes, that'd be awesome. Talking about coming up there and taking a look around. Right. And looking at the maps of that area, you think, well, you you want to see like a huge forest area. You know, Michigan's definitely got the forestry in, in the woods, but in that area, it's kind of sparse and more, you know, rural uh, housing. Uh, but if you look at the map, you can see where the, he saw this thing. It's pretty dense. I just would never figure anyone seeing one in that that part of Michigan, that low. Uh, it is close yeah, to Indiana. Very low. Speaking of Bigfoot, uh, tonight's guest has seen several of them. That's right. Uh, we're going to bring Mary on from Pennsylvania. From the great state of Pennsylvania. Got it. A lot of stuff goes on there, apparently. And mm-hmm. she's had a lot of stuff going on with her. So. Yep, she's heading up the uh, Pennsylvania Bigfoot Project. She is on Facebook, yeah. Yep. A lot of members on there. So let's bring her on and see what she's got to say. Let's hear her encounters. Yeah, man. Let's get her. Okay. Hello, Mary. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Good. Thanks for coming on and talking to us today. Great. Uh, Mary, we were talking on uh, social media, and you are head of Pennsylvania Bigfoot Project. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. And what was it that made you start that? Uh, Some encounters that I had had. Uh, uh, My first one was in 1967, whenever I was about 10 years old. Uh, And then um, 
a few, about 30 years later, I had another, uh, well, multitude of encounters where I lived. There was a Bigfoot that was harassing uh, me at my home. And uh, so that kind of cemented my interest and desire to learn more. And uh, just, you know, trying to find neighbors and other people in my area, you know, who had had encounters, you know, with this particular Bigfoot. And uh, I was unsuccessful, you know, they, they weren't talking. So I just expanded my search out and, uh, you know, to the entire state of Pennsylvania, formed the group, Pennsylvania Bigfoot Project on uh, Facebook. And uh, it, it just took off from there. We have uh, almost 16,000 members now. That's great. Right. Can I ask what part of Pennsylvania your encounters happened in? Uh, Western Pennsylvania. Uh, in The first one was in Allegheny County, uh, just off of my farm. And uh, let's see, the second one. Well, I've had five. I've seen five total. Uh, and uh, the second one was in Columbiana County, Ohio. Uh, the third one was in Beaver County, uh, Pennsylvania. That was the one that was harassing us. And uh, the fourth one was where I presently live in Lawrence County, PA. And the fifth one was in Oklahoma. Uh, I went out there on an expedition with friends and uh, saw the fifth one out there. They're following you all over. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I hope not. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you uh, talk about your first encounter? Tell us what was going on and tell us what happened and, and what you saw. Oh, well, I was hiking. Uh, well, I lived on a hundred acre farm and on the back of the property, there was a gas line and uh, I would hike along that gas line uh, to visit with friends in, um, who lived about a mile or so away, you know, I took it as a shortcut. And uh, so one day I was hiking along there and Western Pennsylvania, it, it's all hills and hollers, you know, up and down hills and hollers. Mm -hmm. uh, I was heading down, uh, down into the holler and uh, on the opposite side uh, to my right, there were uh, woods and on the left side, uh, there were, it was a field filled with brush and uh, this Bigfoot came out of the woods to my right, uh, came across the gas line trail and uh, he stopped and looked at me and then he went on. He was non-threatening, uh, he just looked at me and uh, he had now, now this is 50-some years ago. <laughs> uh, my memory of his features is fuzzy, of course. Uh, but I, I do recall that he had Neanderthal-like features where uh, he resembled what we would picture as a Neanderthal from television and movies. Um, he... At that time, this was before the Patterson-Gimlin film came out. So uh, I had no idea 
that such a thing even existed. I didn't know what it was. I just thought, you know, what is this huge, hairy man wearing a fur coat in the middle of summer? You know, what is he doing out here? And, you know, I just thought it weird, but, you know, hey, you know, he didn't do anything or say anything to me, and he went on about his business, and uh, as did I. But uh, the the memory stuck in my mind, you know, in the back of my mind, you know, for, for a long, long time, you know, until it connected in, in uh, I think it was about 2014 thereabouts that it finally clicked, you know, that that's what he was. You know, that, that's what happened with the first one. <laughs> How far away was he when he crossed your path? Uh, he was, I would say, directly across from me, about 40 yards, uh, 40, 50 at the most. And you say he looked like a Neanderthal the most to you? Yes, yes. Gotcha. Was he eight foot tall, seven foot tall, nine foot tall? Do you know? Was he just... Well, t- <laughs> to a 10-year-old kid, everyone is tall. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, all I can say was he he was big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he was bulky, built, uh, husky, and and that's about all that I can recall. Yeah, yeah. but I was non-threatening. And well, yeah, he probably so, saw you were a, a kid, and he yeah. was like, man, yeah, nothing here. You know? Yep. Did you notice any smell coming from him? No, no. Probably not at that distance. No. So what did you do after that? Right after that happened, and he walked into the other side of the woods. What happened then? No, I, I just continued on to my friends. Okay. Yeah. yeah like I said, he was non-threatening, and I just I thought he, you know, that it was a man in a in a fur coat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you you thought it was a person at that time, just yeah, strange looking person, and yeah. you went on your way. <laughs> After you saw the Patterson Gimlin film, you said that this happened before that. After you saw right. that film. Then did you say to yourself, hey, that's that's what I saw? Uh, not immediately, no. It wasn't until, like I said, it wasn't until about 2014, and I was having my uh, encounters with uh, the one at my home, uh, and I learned more about them and, uh, and so on, that it clicked, you know, that that's what he was. Tell us about your other encounters and happenings. What else? What happened next in in your adventures uh, in in the Bigfoot world? <laughs> uh, well, the the next one was the one that was uh, coming around my house. Uh, I moved in with my husband in two thousand and four. We married, and uh, you know I moved into his home in Beaver County, and uh, immediately activity started at least for me the first activity was that happened uh he hit the side of the house at nighttime while i was sleeping it was directly behind my head and uh and i could hear a a garbled voice it it just sounded like (laughs) just something talking apparently to another one and uh of course i later learned that this is samurai chatter mm-hmm. that's the bigfoot how they talk and 
he would do that you know if if i wasn't out in the family room if i was asleep he would bang on the wall uh, but if I was out in the family room with my dog, uh, he would come and peek in the window or the patio door. My dog would be laying, you know, that was her station to always lay by the patio door staring outside. Uh, she apparently knew about him before I did. Whenever he was around, she would react in a particular way that um, I knew immediately that it was him. Uh, she would give a soft growl, mixture of a growl and a whine, just really soft and low. And then she would back up, crouching down, uh, and just back up until she was huddled up as close as she could get against me and just shaking like a leaf. Wow. And in a, and this went on until we moved out in uh, 2016. Uh, the one, the one night um, he did that, and she reacted in that way. Uh, I just, I was fed up with it, you know. And with his, I saw it as bullying her. Uh, she was a rescue uh, border collie, and we had rescued her from. Uh, uh, she apparently had been abused by her former owner, so she was already, you know, very meek and mild around people. And uh, but around animals, she was all gung ho. You know, she'd go after the groundhogs and uh, rabbits and anything else that would invade her territory. Uh, but uh, whenever he was around, she would just panic and be terrified. And, uh, you know, I saw it as deliberate on his part to see her reaction and get his kicks out of it. And, uh, you know, so the one night, you know, she was terrified. I got up, ran over to the back door. Uh, I had a golf club leaning there and <laughs> ran out the door, chased after him. You know, I was hollering at him, you know, saying, you leave my dog alone. Wow. Yeah, he, yeah, I, I was just yeah, no fed kidding. up. <laughs> I was just fed up with it. Yeah. Now, he ran off. You know, bullies always, you know, they're cowards. So he ran off. Mm -hmm. He was probably more interested in what you guys were doing, what you were about than anything and just snooping around, it sounds like. But yeah, that's a long time. You said from 2004 to 2016. 16, yes. Uh, playing games. A long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was fed up. Yeah, people don't realize it, but um, Western Pennsylvania is really a big hot spot for sightings lately yeah. and for a long time I'm hearing now. You don't think about it. It doesn't cross your mind. You think Pacific Northwest or, you right. know, uh, down in West Virginia or Virginia. But uh, Ohio, you know, Ohio and Pennsylvania, that border area right there seems to be yes. just abundant mm -hmm. with sightings oh, and stuff is. going on. It, it, it honestly is. Um you know, we go into Guernsey County, uh, Coshocton County quite often also on our uh, research trips. And, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy <laughs> you know, between the two uh, right along that border, you know, Pennsylvania and Ohio, mm -hmm. um, Greene County, Pennsylvania, Fayette County, all the way up to Mercer, Erie County, and uh, 
very, very active. What other uh, instances have you had then? You said you had more than more than a couple, so yeah. What else? What else happened with you, Mary? <laughs> uh, I was in Columbia, Nakani, Ohio. Uh, my husband and I, we were house hunting, thinking of moving, and so you know this was just over the line, uh, the state line, and uh, we were driving down Route Seven towards East Liverpool. And my husband was driving, and I was just looking out the window. It was a wooded area. Uh, this uh, Bigfoot came, walked out of the woods across a dirt lane and into the woods on the other side. Uh, and, you know, this was just a couple seconds, you know, as we passed through. Uh, you know, I saw, you know, his movement. And um, he was huge. He was uh, pure black, as far as I could tell, and uh, just monstrously huge. And uh, we drove down the road, and I asked my husband to turn around and go back. And uh, whenever we got to that spot, you know, I asked him to stop. And, uh, you know, I looked you know, to see, okay, to run through my mind, you know, what else could this have been? You know, I'm going through in my mind, okay, deer, no, definitely no, bear, no, too big, and uh, tree stump, no, tree, no, wouldn't be moving like that. A few months later, I followed up and went over there and uh, saw that there was a game trail right where he was walking, uh, but unfortunately, there was um, the entire landscape beyond that had changed uh someone had a company had come through and bulldozed up uh the entire area behind there and put a fence up and uh, so i couldn't go beyond that what did your husband say uh well at first i didn't say why i wanted him to turn around but, but you know my husband kind of knows me by now and <laughs> And, uh, you know, so he just, he turned around and he stopped and he waited for me to explain, you know, and I, uh, he helped me rule out, you know, anything else that it may have been. And, uh, you know, he's my sounding board and uh, devil's advocate, you know, on this. And he didn't see it? No, he didn't see it. No, he was driving. And, uh, uh, but he... Uh, yeah, he, he believes me. He's never seen a Bigfoot, never encountered anything. and uh, But yeah, he believes in them because, you know, I know them. Mm -hmm. I'm not a believer. I'm a knower. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what happened in Oklahoma then? Or did something else happen before Oklahoma? Oh, uh, probably. I've been on multiple expeditions and research trips and so on, uh, you know, in between all of this, uh, we, uh, my team and I, we go, uh, we get sighting reports through the group and we help the witnesses on, you know, on their sightings and we'll go and, uh, you know, make sure that, you know, it, whatever they saw or signs that they've seen is truly Bigfoot related or possibly Bigfoot related. And uh, out in Oklahoma, 
uh, a friend of mine invited me to come out on a research trip and there were about 14 of us 13 or 14 we were there for a week it was my sister and I uh, we drove out I think there were about seven vehicles total and uh, we were down in this area nicknamed purgatory uh, it's an infamous area for Bigfoot sightings. We were there doing calls and we had a pretty good night there. Uh, there were three of them coming in on us at one point in time uh, from three different directions. Pretty uh, unhappy. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it was uh, interesting. <laughs> But uh, no, they they uh, they stopped short. They they those ones uh, they stopped about fifty yards out, and uh, they were behind bushes, and we could see the eyes shine. We could hear the movements and so on. Uh, plus, we could you know, they were vocalizing all the way through. You know, as they came in on us. You know, we finished up there after things settled down, and uh, we left there. And one of the guys was having problems with his truck. So we pulled over into a casino parking lot. You know, all the other guys, you know, they had their heads underneath the hood trying to figure out what's wrong. Uh, and there were four of us in our vehicle. It was uh, my sister and I were riding with two other guys. Um, Dave was the driver and I was sitting behind him. And then Chuck was in the pa the front passenger seat, and my sister was sitting behind him. Dave had never had a sighting, and my sister had never had a sighting at that point. Uh, both Chuck and I had had multiple encounters. So we knew that no matter where you're at, even in a casino parking lot, you have to stay alert. Uh, situational awareness. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, as soon as the, the vehicle stopped and Dave shut off the motor, both he and my sister got on their phones and they're just playing words with total strangers or whatever <laughs> games or whatever they do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, and I, you know, I was just looking out the window and uh, all of a sudden, here comes this Bigfoot from between the casino and the building next door, running across the brightly lit parking lot. You know, this is 1230 at night, uh, through the pickup trucks and across the highway into the woods on the other side. Uh, both Chuck and I saw it. Chuck said, did you see that? And I said, yeah, <laughs> it was a Bigfoot running across the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And boy, he was booking it too. He he was going fast, and we got out and told uh, the uh, leader of the group and uh, talked to him about it. And as it so happened, one of the security guards had come out, you know, from the casino. She wanted to know why you know all these vehicles were out there you know, hanging out at the edge of the parking lot. And, you know, I asked her, I said, do you have, you know, 
security cameras covering your parking lot? And she said, of course. You know, and uh, I told her, you know, both Chuck and I told her what we had seen. And she said, yeah, I know. They're, they're always here. They hang out around the, uh, the dumpster around back. They, uh, hmm. they feed out of there and find footprints and handprints around there all the time. She said, in fact, wow. the uh, other employees refused to take the garbage out at nighttime because of the Bigfoot. <sighs> and I said, do you think that they'll share the footage with us? And she said, absolutely no. As she said, uh, you know, this is a business. This is a casino. We want our clientele to continue to come here. Nice. We don't want them to be afraid to come. <laughs> that was okay. <laughs> it, that would have been outstanding footage. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. really they're not going to give that up. No. <laughs> this no. is actually kind of huge. So you're telling me there's this is in Oklahoma. There's a casino in Oklahoma. And we won't, There's casinos all over Oklahoma. <laughs> and, and we won't yeah. we won't talk about the specific one on air because what right. would happen is you'd have a ton of people flocking to that casino yes. to try oh, yeah. to spot these these creatures running around over there. So they oh, may yeah. they may want to think twice about releasing this these cameras. I mean, if they've got these things on camera running around all over the place, there's some yeah. big uh, information there to go try to grab at these people. Absolutely, yeah. Casino's not going to give that up. No. Is it no. on an Indian reservation? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's casinos. That's probably what all there's of them are. Reservations all over Oklahoma, and there's at least one casino mm -hmm. on every reservation. Okay. Um, so. Wow. Was it running on two feet when it yes. was running away? Yeah. Yeah. He was bipedal and uh, arms pumping Man. and just running. <laughs> Later on, whenever I got home, uh, I went on Google Map, and I brought it up, and I found a uh, piece of software where I was able to you know, measure the distance on there from point A to point B. And uh, both Chuck and I agreed it took this Bigfoot three seconds to run this distance, you know, just about, you know, gauging from both of us uh, independently estimating approximately three seconds. So I, you know, I was able to figure out approximately how fast he was running uh, from point A to point B. Uh, he, and offhand, I can't recall the distance. Um, I should have brought that up. Um, can you guess? Take a take a wild guess. What do you think? How fast was? Uh, do you think he was running? Brian, go uh, ahead. We'll, we'll both no guess. Idea. I'm going to say forty miles an hour. No. Go ahead, Brian. Take a take a guess. Let's say twenty five thirty. Okay, you're both wrong. <laughs> okay. Fifty two miles an hour. Wow. Fifty two. I believe it. We've heard these things are fast. Yeah. Yeah. The um, the guy who was leading the expedition, uh, he had had a encounter uh, about ten years previous uh, with an aggressive Bigfoot chasing he and a friend in a truck out of an area, and this thing was racing him in his truck, banging on the side of his truck, you know, 
um, back at dented his truck. Uh, and he said he was going 45 to 50 miles an hour. And this thing was right along with him. <laughs> I heard a story or an encounter one time where a, a girl was on a horse being chased by one and it was yeah. keeping up with the horse almost. I mean, I yeah. don't know how fast horses can run, but yeah, this thing was keeping up with them pretty much. So. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That's yeah. I got to ask, did you, did you see any details of that one? Were you close enough or probably not? I'm guessing and as fast as it was running, you probably didn't see much. Uh, all I could tell was that he was, uh, either dark Brown. No, I think he was dark Brown and, um, and that's about it. You know, he was too far away to see any features. Um, he ran past the speed limit sign, so uh, we can estimate he was around eight foot tall. And that that's about it. Yeah, those casino parking lots are well lit, too. So Yes, they, they have to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I wish we could get a hold of that footage. Well, we'll chat after we're done recording here. Maybe we can uh, get some more insight on this. But um, why yeah. do you why do you think it is, Mary, that you've been so, I guess, lucky to see so many of these creatures? You know, what, what, lucky. What? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. There's there's two different ways of looking at it. Uh, I can say that. You know, with all of my encounters, uh, both where I've seen them, seen glimpses of them, uh, I've seen how they move, I've seen how they look, uh, and so whenever I'm out, I know their movements. I recognize them uh, mm-hmm. immediately whenever I see them, uh, and um, and so I would say that that would be possibly one reason. Another possible theory uh, that others have come up with is that they can somehow tag uh, certain people. Uh, and uh, I've heard that th- that could happen. I don't know. Perhaps the first one I saw tagged me. I don't know. Interesting. Any more encounters or, or interactions that you had other than those? Uh, or, I mean, that's a, that's a good, uh, that's a yeah. good uh, resume, of course. I yeah, that's, uh, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, there's the last one yet. Um, okay. Uh, whenever my husband and I moved, we built a new home. And uh, while we were building it, you know, in the foundation, the loose dirt, I found footprints in the loose dirt, so I knew that they were around. Uh, and this was different individuals. Uh, I found smaller footprints, uh, perhaps four inches long. So I knew that there were small ones. There was a troop around, family around. Later on, uh, I was sitting on my front porch with my dog, just enjoying the sunshine and the view. Uh, there's a field across the road from us. Sometimes there's cows out in their field. I can't honestly can't recall if there were cows in it that day or not. And at the back of that field, there's a wood line uh, at the top of a hill. You know, I'm sitting there enjoying the sunshine, looking across, and uh, three deer come out uh, of a game trail at the top of the the hill from the trees. They came out and walked along the tree line and down the hill. 
and then behind them, a few seconds later, here comes a Bigfoot. Uh, he comes out, just following them, walking slow, you know, not slowly, just walking, and uh, just following them down the hill. And uh, the deer cut into a game trail at the bottom, and he cut in, you know, a few seconds behind them. And that was about it. Now, he he was like a grayish-brown color and about um, seven to nine foot tall. This was uh, my, my closest view of him would have been um, I would have I would say about 70 yards thereabouts. Couldn't see any features. Yeah, he was too far. But um, just that he was a grayish brown color. Now I've seen him twice more since then, uh, late at night, um, whenever I take my dog out um, for last call. You know, I'll put her out and then bring her back in. The, the one night I saw, he ran out from behind my house. Uh, apparently, he saw me, you know, that I was there, standing there, and he cut over to my neighbor's home, which is about 100 yards away, and uh, ducked into the shadow between the chimney and the house. So all I saw of him that night was just a bright flash of silver, you know, in the moonlight, you know, just a big, <laughs> big mm -hmm. flash. And uh, then another night, uh, I looked out. My neighbor's truck was out in the driveway, and I saw him standing next to the truck. Uh, his head was—I uh, could see his head and shoulders, you know, above the roof of the pickup truck. And uh, so but he was again, a big one. Yeah, yeah, big one. But again, he was too far to make out features. Amazing and incredible, Man. all those. Yeah. If you were to see one again, would you feel like, oh, yeah, another Bigfoot? Or do you still get kind of worked up, excited, scared, you know, <laughs> every time? Excited every time. You know, they're amazing creatures. And, uh, you know, the more you watch them, uh, the more you learn, you know, the the different circumstances, you you know, thinking back on them, you pick out different details. And, uh, you know, you microanalyze, you know, those little details. Yeah. And uh, you think, okay, what caused them to do this? You know, what, uh, where did they, what direction did they come from? Uh, why did they come from that direction? You know, and so on. You know, it's... Uh, it's a it's a constant learning process, you know. No matter what, anytime you see any sign, uh, a footprint, you know, a tree twist uh, or a break or something, you know, it's uh, you analyze it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see why uh, you started the Pennsylvania Bigfoot Project now um, with all that interaction. Is that a place where people can go to your site and talk about their encounters and learn more about in that area or, yeah. or anywhere for that matter? Yes, uh, people are welcome to join the group. We're on Facebook. And uh, uh, my my group is 
pretty well known for being a safe place for witnesses to come and talk about their sightings and encounters. Uh, we get a few trolls in there and uh, myself and my team of administrator and moder moderators take care of them fairly quickly. You know, as soon as Good. one hears his head, you know, we boot him out. Yep. Uh, we, mm -hmm. if, one of the first rules is no ridicule, no harassment. You know, you, you start to make a joke about someone citing, uh, uh, uh no, you're out. Yep. Yep. Don't blame you one bit. We're the same way with our group. So yeah, mm -hmm. good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another good thing about, you know, my, my team, my research and so on, uh, is what we do is we share our findings with other, uh, research teams, uh, whatever we find, we put out there. You know, we'll redact, of course, personal, you know, uh, witness names and uh, right. precise locations, uh, but we'll give general locations. And uh, that way other people in the area can know, oh, okay, you know, this is happening to me. I see it's happening to someone else uh, similar. And uh, the same with other research teams, you know, separate uh, teams, um, you know, we all share our, our findings, you know, unlike the larger not finding Bigfoot research organizations, etc., cetera, uh, who hoard their findings and yeah. uh, so on. Right. So Mary, if you had to write the definition or the Wikipedia of what Bigfoot is, what would you put? <laughs> Wow. Well, observation uh, and reading a heck of a lot about primates and speaking with uh, primatologists and anthropologists, along with Dr. Melba Ketchum's findings of their DNA, uh, their primate origin. Uh, and her findings support that, you know, because their their actions and their movements, everything, you know, it hollers primate, um, non-human primate, you know, like not chimpanzee, not bonobo, not gorilla, but and not human, but somewhere in between, uh, a total separate creature or hominem on that tree uh, along with something else. Um, I know Dr. I don't know if you, you're familiar with Dr. Melba Ketchum's findings but uh, she yeah. uh, found also uh, Nephilim DNA. Nephilim in their DNA. Uh, that is the the fallen angels from the Bible in Genesis right. uh, who mated with human females. And uh, I, I can see their reactions to certain stimulus that we have done uh, experimenting. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Uh, I can see that that supports her findings, and uh, I unfortunately can't go into that very much. Uh, but I I do truly believe that they are, if not specifically Nephilim, then something similar to Nephilim. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, something biblical. Gotcha. That would explain their kind of, I don't know, what people call woo or the magical part of them, maybe? Uh Possibly, yeah. Um, a, a lot of what they do is it's natural woodscrafts, uh, natural camouflage right. that they have. Uh, their hair is hollow and it gathers light and um, it can gather the color uh, from their surroundings and sort of camouflage them uh, mm-hmm. as well as diffract the light. You know, it's uh, they have amazing camouflage abilities, and it's it's natural and scientifically explainable, also. And mm-hmm. uh, that that's what I go by. I go by science. You know, they uh, of course, you know, they're they're the ninja of the woods. Yeah, and they can fall flat in an instant. Uh, there's a um, a graphic uh, computer graphic online uh i have it on my group and i can bump it up for you and perhaps you can put it on your site uh it's called the spider crawl and uh they did an excellent version of this with their graphic uh where the bigfoot they'll they'll just drop down like a drop of water (laughs) basically and uh, and go flat and what they'll do is they'll go they'll crawl on their fingertips and their their toes and it's just the weirdest thing to look at yeah i'd like to see that if you could send that to us or yeah i've heard that story so many times too about them doing that drop in that spider call and it's weird Mm -hmm. to hear that yeah uh, from several people over and over and over, you know, people aren't yeah. making that up if other people are talking about it and they're saying yeah. the, same, right. the same thing about it. How, yeah, how it I, does that? I, mm-hmm. I would like to see it. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> um, from what I hear, it's creepy as heck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it's uh, yeah that along with, you know, they they will stand perfectly still. Uh, they'll go up against a tree or rocks or something and just stand perfectly still. And 
you know, heck, you know, it's happened to me also. You stand perfectly still. People will pass right by you and not even see you. Mm -hmm. uh, people are so unaware. Mm -hmm. they, they truly are, and especially nowadays, you know, they have their heads buried in their phones. And uh, yep. they're so unaware. Yeah, I think, yep, uh, unfortunately. I, think, I think Bigfoot invented the cell phone so people would just stare at their phones and not look for them, right? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I'll cut that out. <laughs> well, Mary, we could talk about so much stuff. We appreciate you coming on and talking with us today. It's been, uh, been an awesome uh, conversation. Yeah, those are, those are quite the encounters. That's, that's impressive. Yeah, thank you. We'll be sure to let our guests know and they can listen here and, and go to your group mm -hmm. page and check that out too. And, and we'd like to see that reenactment video that you said you had of, of the yes. Bigfoot crawling. So if you could send that to us, mm -hmm. that'd be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bump that up and I'll tag Brian on it. Okay. Well, you sure. take care. And if, uh, if anything else happens, get with us. Let us know what's happening over there. Yeah, please. We'll do. You're in a yeah, hot spot I, for sure. <laughs> I share mm -hmm. everything on the group. Okay. And uh, Pennsylvania, it's known as uh, uh, the third in the nation in Bigfoot reports. Okay. I believe wow. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to start looking into more of some of those, I think, uh, on our end, too. So. Yeah. Yep, well, for sure. Come along on one of our campouts. Yeah. We'll have to make it out to one. Oh, yeah. Yes, please. Sure. We, be. we have them. Do you guys have any festivals going on over in your area, too? Uh, yeah, I think the uh, the next one is the Fayette County Bigfoot Symposium. Uh, that is in the Connellsville, Pennsylvania area, Fayette County. Uh, that is June 4th, I think. I'll have to double check on that. Unfortunately, I don't have that handy. It's on my calendar on the phone and unfortunately okay. i can't get on there now <laughs> yeah we can look it up and see what's going on so yeah and then there's the big um forest county bigfoot festival that's june 9 10 and 11 that's in marionville pennsylvania uh i'll be speaking at both um and i'll have a booth set up also so you know come on by say hi yeah if we can make it out we will and our listeners can make it there that Hopefully they can get out and see you too and introduce yeah. themselves. Yeah, Please. that'd be great. Yeah. Well, thanks again for being here with us and you uh, take you. care. Again, like if, if you see something or something else goes down, let us know. We'd love to hear we'll it. Do. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Mary. We'll see you. You're listening to the Cryptid Creatures Podcast with Todd and Brian. If you've had an encounter and want to be on the show, email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co. Or leave a message at 888-5-DOGMAN. I can't imagine having that many encounters in your lifetime. It's, to her, it seems like it's almost just, you know, well, well you know. Yeah. And then this happened, and this happened. Uh, yeah, it's almost like there's nothing <laughs> now, you know. But. but she seemed pretty easy going anyway, so she probably never yeah. really got, you know, too worked up about anything. Although, I'm sure inside she I don't was, know how you couldn't. Right. I know. Good stories on, on her end. And, you know, yeah. Western Pennsylvania is not far. We always talk about getting mm -hmm. out. We need to get out there and do something. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, for sure. Still got the website coming up in the future here. Can't wait to That's get right. that rolling. Hopefully, 
soon soon uh we'll keep we'll keep you all posted we appreciate the listens if you guys haven't yet please go to our youtube channel and subscribe to that and help us grow there as well we'd appreciate that that's right yep help us grow so we can bring you more awesome content brian i thank you again for hanging out with me as always my friend always fun man all right we'll get out of here we'll see you later yep see you